0: From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Pastor, the Old Testament is full of passages and warnings about idolatry, and even specific idols are named throughout the Old Testament. Anybody who's read it knows this. Um, Even some are mentioned in the New Testament, but not uh, as much, of course, but I'm thinking, like even even the first two of the Ten Commandments, uh, no other gods before me, no images of gods of, of 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 the Lord God, no images can be made. It it feels like we don't really have that same sort of uh, temptation, and yet the um, exhortation to remove idols from your midst and to not ha- um, have a heart of idolatry is all throughout the New Testament as well. So, I wonder how if you can help us apply this idea. Um, what, what is an idol today in, in our contemporary life and in the 21st century church? What is an idol? Um, is our approach to removing idols from our lives the same as, as what was given in the Old Testament, say by Moses or some of the other prophets? Uh, how would you discuss idolatry? So when we think about idolatry, we're thinking about a
1: denial of what God has revealed about himself. I mean, this is why God didn't want his people engaging in idolatry in, in terms of even what they would have called genuine worship with images. So, so you talk about worshiping the God of the Bible, but with images, why not? Why not with images? Well, because idolatry reduces what God has revealed about himself to an image that comes out of the mind of man. So it's, it's making God in, in an image that, that derives its source from you instead of from God. And so it's a denial of God. It's a false God. That's what idols are, they're false gods. What's interesting is, Josh, is, is you look at the word idol in the New Testament. So you, you might think that you know, when you move to the New Testament there would be an emphasis on idolatry that's more internal than external. That you might find an emphasis there on you know idols of the heart and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yep. You really don't find that. It's used in the New Testament almost every time in concrete terms, hmm. in, in the terms of the idolatry of that time. So you you in the New Testament, the pagans were engaging in idolatry just like they were in the Old Testament. And believers are warned, for example, in the book of 1 John, little children, keep yourselves from idols. That would be the only place really, as I'm thinking right now, in the New Testament that you might argue for something spiritual or internal. Everything else is just clear by context that you're talking about external, literal, concrete mm-hmm. idolatry. But we do have to ask, why do men do that? Why do men make images? And the answer is because they're forming with their hands what has begun in their mind, in their heart. And it's, it is conceiving of God in terms other than what God has, has revealed about Himself. So you've reduced Him to an image in your, in your making. And that's something we have to fear in a way that's not just physical. We can, we can be guilty of forming an image of God in our minds, in our language to one another that doesn't exist. It's a false God. It's a God made in our image, not in the image that He's given us of Himself. So in, in this day and age, uh, it, it, they can exist in our minds, just the way we think about God. They can exist in terms of what we substitute for God with. So where is our confidence? Where is our trust? What are we living for? We're meant to live our lives for him. Mm-hmm. Are you living your life for money instead? Are you living your life for some sort of influence or some sort of name you can achieve for yourself? That could be an idol. Anything you would substitute for God with, that is an idol in terms of what idolatry really is at its at, in, in its essence. But the only reason I, I mentioned the, the concrete external issue is because I think we're still prone to that. Not, not necessarily now in, in this day and age, so much making you know little pictures of God, though people do that, but I think we're so prone to serve what we can see with our eyes, what we can handle with our hands, instead of conceiving, conceiving of God in the spiritual terms in which he's revealed himself. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of his attributes, his mm-hmm. character, his truth, we want something to our minds that's more substantive than that. And men actually begin to to do that. They live for what they can see instead of what is unseen.
0: So um, that that brings uh, to mind a couple things. Number one, Paul says in the New Testament that 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 um, you know put away from you all coveting, which is idolatry. True. In which way is coveting? Yeah, that's a good point. That,
1: that would be one verse where it's clear that that is something spiritual in nature. So covetousness, you, you, you desire something you don't have. God hasn't chosen to give you. You're jealous for what someone else has. You want to trade places with someone. Mm. Uh, you don't trust God's wisdom and what He chooses to assign to you. Mm. So, so that's an internal issue. And, and when you desire something other than what God has given, that's, that's an, issue of, uh, an issue of idolatry, and that connects to what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. God's revealed the truth about himself. We want something different. So when you don't trust him, and you want something he hasn't given to you, mm-hmm. then you, you've put something in the place of God. God would have you assigned this. You don't like that. You want to pursue something else that involves a rejection of mm-hmm. God and his assignment to you. Mm-hmm. So you, you actually want another God. You want a God who would give you this instead mm-hmm. of that. And so that that's, in that way, it's idolatry. You've put something in the place in the, right. in, the, in the place of the God who is indeed sovereign over your life.
0: Yeah, and in that way, the attraction of idolatry in the Old Testament is no real, no real, not really any different substantively than what you've just said um, about this sort of substitution. Um, of of one thing in exchange for the true God of the Bible.
1: Yeah, and, and the longing for something. You know, I think about the golden calf incident.
0: Right. I mean, we'll, thirty-two.
1: Yeah. So so they're 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 doing that in the name of the true God. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's dishonoring to him. Right. But why did they want something tangible? Mm. And I, I think that's that is a connecting point in what we've discussed. and That is, we have you know we're called to live by faith, not by sight. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what do we want? We want sight. Right. We want something tangible that's substantive true. I can hold on to and so we end up substituting for God with the things that seem more real to us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, and that's a danger
0: I know Moses says in Deuteronomy um, that the people of Israel uh, were sacrificing or there's going to be this temptation they, they're going to be sacrificing to these other gods and he says they sacrifice to demons who aren't God so in which in what way is an idol past and present mm. a demon or yeah, we're also warned
1: about doctrines of demons. So mm-hmm. you just have to ask what, from what realm does spiritual error come? Mm-hmm. And it's the domain of darkness. Mm-hmm. It's the satanic realm, mm-hmm. it's the demonic realm. So when you talk about idolatry, you're talking about that which is inspired by demons. I mean, they're involved in it, they stand behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's true from a doctrinal point of view. It's also true from a, a practitioner point of view. Where do these practices come from? They come from the realm of darkness. It's not what God has prescribed. So where did it come from? And it arises out of man's fleshly mind affected Mm. by sin, Mm. but that's informed by the domain of darkness. Mm. So there's a demonic element to this.
0: Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.